Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to the Oak Tree Institute podcast. The Essentials of Managing a Team One of the most important and crucial skills that comes up in nonprofit organizations when you're leading or you're in a team uh, or you're contributing in any way is that you need to know how to deal and manage with other people. What are the ways that we should be structuring and managing our teamwork? And ideally, we talked in the previous episodes about how your organization should have a vision, should know who it's serving, should understand what change it's making. But then you need to formulate everything or at least the human resources around your ability to achieve those goals, to create that movement towards achieving your mission. So one of the most important skills or understandings everybody in an organization should have is how a team should be formulated and managed. What are the ways? What are the strategies? What are the best techniques? Um, so the first of them to understand is that a team's overall cohesiveness, their uh, ability to work together, their ability to make decisions, whether it's a, a high-level team that might be like a board of trustees or a board of directors, or it's just a committee that's uh, executing on events or a program or a bake sale, that the impact that's made is really judged based on that team. One of the things that's always referred to is that an organization is only as good as its leadership. But another thing that's true is that an organization is only as good as its teams as well the performance of their teams, the ability of their teams to execute and work together. And one of the first things to understand is how do we formulate a team? In an organization, first it's important to identify what are the roles within a team? What what is the job description, if you will, of everybody on this team? What, What job are they supposed to perform? What are they supposed to do? And so this has to do a lot with how do we staff a team? Uh, Many organizations, they begin with, you know, kind of their strategy or, you know, the things that they want to do. But sometimes it's important to begin with, who do you have that's on the bus right now, right? So if it's a people first strategy, then you got to understand, do we have the right people on the bus? Do we need to move people off this bus? And how do we bring the right people or the people that we need onto this bus before we figure out if we need to drive or not. Essentially, that metaphor kind of discusses the, the, the steps of managing and creating a team. So the first of them is understanding roles and descriptions. What, what roles do I need as a leader or as an organization? What roles do we need to execute on the items that we have? Do we need people that are administrative? Do we need people that are critical thinkers? Do we need people that can execute? Do we need people that understand marketing or finance or planning? Uh, do we need people that are uh, very um, you know, elaborate in their abilities of technical things? Or do we need people that are strategic, forward-thinking people? It's important to identify not just the job, but the type of people that you need to execute on the job? What are the the personality traits or what are the skills that you need, right? So that first part is about identifying and knowing roles and what is needed. The second then is selection. And a lot of times, again, uh, we don't, we, in our nonprofit organizations and in our community, we don't do a good job of selecting the right talent. One of the ways to select the right talent is by identifying, so we have a role, we have a position, we have something that needs to be done. Well, I need to find somebody that has an alignment with this position. They're passionate about this position. 
They have strengths in areas that I know fit into this position. And they can add tremendous value to this position, right? So if an individual, I'm speaking now, maybe now from an individual perspective instead of an organizational perspective, if you find an area where you're really passionate and it fits within your strength area, so your skills are based on that, your natural abilities, what you've learned about yourself, your self-awareness and, and your skill sets are really aligned, your strength areas are really aligned with this position. And you know that it adds value to who you are. It's meaningful, purposeful work to you. Then you should find that role and align yourself to it. And an organization on the other end should find people that align to that role. Because when there's a match there, there's an automatic sense of intrinsic motivation, which is really a lot of times in our organizations, we are, you know, people, we always get the, the complaint of, well, people are not committed. They're not motivated. They're not executing. They're doing their job poorly. But, you know, the almost the entire process is in the selection process, right? So that an individual selects the ideal role for them to excel and an organization selects an individual that can excel for that role intrinsically motivated or motivation that comes naturally from within, people are just going to be able to naturally align within a team or within an organization. And that's super important to understand in the selection process. So first, you have to understand what the job role is and what's needed for it. Second is understand how you're selecting the people that align for that role, their strengths, their passions, uh, their abilities aligned for that role. And then what we tend to not do, especially many nonprofit organizations, community centers, humanitarian organizations, then what we don't do is a second important part of managing a team or formulating a team is that we need to orient people. They need to be oriented with everything within the organization, like the organizational history, um, the culture of the organization, the people within the organization, the roles, the communication systems, the protocols. There has to be a stage where we're orienting people. What we see a lot of times is that there's so many organizations that just throw people into the deep end. They just expect people to understand what's needed. They expect people to know what they're supposed to do. They expect people to just, oh, talk to that person or, oh, why don't you just email that person? Uh, oh, you don't, we don't know that is, you know, somebody will forward that to you. It's very poor orientation. We need to be able to orient people properly into the organization. And then the third is then place them as we're orienting right? That, that, that third step of orientation that leads to them being actually placed into the position where they're executing. Now, now it's a time where they're put into that position and they're test running. Okay. Oh, this is the meetings I'm supposed to attend. This is the project I'm supposed to work on. This is the documentation I'm supposed to fill, right? There's a process there of placing people into that role with supervision, with help, with people around them, right? If you want to manage a healthy team within your organization, you've got to place them in a position where they're working, but they have support from other people around them. And then last but not least is to make sure that they're included. There's a sense of inclusion for people. Uh, a lot of times we 
exclude sometimes unconsciously uh, people that are women, for example, in our community, uh, people that are minorities. Sometimes it's unconscious and sometimes it is conscious. And we just need to have a better or higher standard for the way we include people into our organizations, particularly minorities, particularly women. There has to be a process where we are aligning people, we're orienting them, we're placing them, and then they feel inclusive. They're thoughts are welcomed. Their feelings can be expressed. They're a part of the decision-making process within that team or within that organization. That there's a sense that they're important, they're valued, they're respected, they're honored within the organization. Nonprofit organizations, more than any other industry, rely on people. The people are the most important. It's not the money. It's not the salary. It's not, it's not the, the perks of being in a nonprofit organization or a community-based organization. It is about the missions, about the people within that organization. So if we are not people-centered, if we're not focused on making sure that people are included and oriented and placed and selected and we're invested in these people – then your organization, no matter what nonprofit you lead, religious-based, community-based, humanitarian-based, youth-based, it doesn't matter, campus organization, it doesn't matter. If you're not people-focused, if you're not focused on the people within these teams and the people that are delivering on these roles and these events and these programs, if you're not people-oriented, you will eventually fail. You will fail and you will not be able to achieve the goals or ideas or create the synergy or the energy that you want in your organization or your community. Be people focused. And so the steps again of managing or creating a team and managing them are first, identifying roles and positions, really important. Second, selecting the right people and aligning the right people within those positions. Third, orienting people. If you are being understanding of what the role is, who the people are, what the culture is, what the history is. The fourth, being placed with support and help into that position. And then fifth, making sure that people feel included. These steps are some of the essentials for formulating and managing a team at the very beginning. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Oak Tree Institute podcast. Please subscribe and follow us for more episodes on Apple, Google Play, and Spotify. And for more content, follow us on our other social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.